This is Nsima Iyang, and this is We Don't Know Yet, a podcast about self-discovery and development. Figuring out life is a scary process, and we're here to try to make that process just a little bit less scary. I'm here with my co-host, Brian Belaya, and in this episode, this was actually a listener's choice, where we went ahead and went on the We Don't Know Yet Instagram and our own Instagrams, and we asked you guys, what would be some questions that you'd want us to talk about? We went ahead and picked the most interesting questions And we're going to go in on those and just discuss those today and hopefully give you our best answers to the questions you guys had for us. So we're going to start off with a question Brian has. We'll go ahead and let Brian take it away. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Oh, my voice sounds really weird right now. But I hope everyone's having a great day. We got some awesome questions from all over the states. We got some folks really sharing what's on their minds. So we had uh, Abe, actually, from... LA and shout out to Abe and he had an awesome question and so I'm going to read this off he said how do you deal with time management in general and not give up on the things that you want to do so I think that's super key and thinking about how we want to be productive do you want to take a swing at this one I want to ask you first when he said time management and the things you want to do what is that what exactly does he mean by the things you want to do I think if I had to infer, he's saying that there's things that you want to do versus things you don't want to do. So I'm guessing in his sense is um, schoolwork. So if you're a student and you have to go to classes, you have homework, you have tests, midterms, all that. How do you make sure that you can effectively time manage and be able to do some of the more creative things that you want to get done? Or if you have a business or A, B, C, D, and E, yeah. where you have school and work that you have to adhere to? Yeah. Um well, I mean, I think the first thing, Abe, I mean, you're probably already scheduling out your day. I mean, whenever I wake up, I, I have a journal that I use and I start off scheduling what I want to do on the hour, every hour. We actually talked a lot, lot about this on the deep work episode. If you go out and take a listen to that, we talk about strategies and in terms of being able to work deeper in terms of the things you want to do. But, you know, being really able to schedule out the time you have during the day uh, just to make sure that you have time for leisure, you have time for family, you have time for the work you got to do. Um, and you, you can really segment things out. Um, that'd be the first thing, Brian, how about you? For me, time management is super key. Something that we think about all day, every day, we're constantly trying to find ways to hack time management and find more minutes, more hours within our day to get the things that we want to get done. Last week, I don't know if you saw it. I posted it on my IG story, but it's, uh, the productivity tricks that Tim Ferriss actually put out uh, many, many years ago, I think. I listened to that podcast that he had, and he had some really cool things that I practice on a, on a daily basis. So first thing is I'll wake up an hour early before I got to get to work. I'll make sure that I get up an hour early before I got to get ready. I'll make some tea. I'll sit down with a pen and paper, and I'll write out three to five things that I have to get done that day, Right. From there, I'll parse that down and say, okay, for each of these, if only one of them got accomplished, would I be okay with my day? You know, I'll have yes, no, yes, no. It'll move me on to the next one. Where I'm thinking about would making, would moving forward with any of these make some of the other tasks less important or would it make them easier to accomplish? So then, you know, filters it down to finally I'll get down to one or two things where these are the ones that are high priority. They'll make sure that they accomplish some of my other tasks and um, I'd be okay with my day. And then I'll focus on just that one. And then going back to deep work, I'll schedule two to three hours to get that one thing done. So, Abe, I think for you, it's 
really discerning what are all the different tasks you have to get done and focusing just on the most critical ones. I think, what was that thing that we listened to a, a while back? It's like the 80-20 rule and trying to do some of the things that focus on maybe the 20% that get you the 80% of the results that you're looking for. So doing something like that. So you're not going to get everything done. You're going to take some L's on some things. You're going to be like, shoot, I didn't get some of the things that I want to get accomplished. But make sure that you get those high-priority items. That's all you really can do. So actually, I have a question for you then. Since you set a priority for everything that you're doing, um, you do set time for like your free time, right? Like I know you have time where you like schedule family on the weekends and stuff like that. How do you go ahead and handle that? So every day I make sure that I spend at least an hour and a half, two hours a day with my family. Some days I don't hit that, but uh, making sure that that's a high priority item as well. So in my calendar, I'm making sure that there's time set aside for work. There's time set aside for just me by myself, having to get an hour or an hour and a half to myself. And then from there, it's whether it's dinner or watching a movie or I'm just talking to my mom, making sure that that time is also set in place um, within the evening times. And then if I need to call my significant other, I have some time to hit, to, to discuss with her as well. Okay. Um, again, uh, sometimes you're not going to hit those items, and sometimes you may not get that phone call in. Uh, you may only spend 15 minutes as opposed to the 45 that you would like to spend, or dinner was you know a little abbreviated, but making sure that those items are, are taken care of. Okay. And Abe, there's actually one more thing that you might actually find pretty beneficial. Um, I'm not that great at just doing a journal on my own. Let's just say that I've tried it and it's worked pretty decently. But uh, I actually purchased something uh, months ago, maybe actually the beginning of this year. It's called the Five Second Journal. Uh, It's by an author called Mel Robbins. She's the author of a book called The Five Second Rule. You might want to check that out too. But the Five Second Journal is pretty cool in the fact that you'll wake up It'll have all, obviously, the times of the day there where you can schedule your day, but it'll also have a section where you'll write down what you're grateful for. You'll write down, like Ryan was mentioning, your high-priority items that you want to get done during the day. You'll write down your very, very high-priority item that you want to get done immediately, and it'll kind of have a tier list for what you want to get done. So pretty much does everything he just mentioned, but sets it up beautifully for you, and it's cheap. So go ahead and check that out if you're willing, or you could just, you know, do it on your own and buy a notebook and just write everything down yourself. Right. One thing that I do want to touch on before we switch gears is fighting the temptation to be busy or finding the temptation to advocate for this, this quote unquote um, busyness lifestyle that we all attribute, uh, subscribe to. So Abe, I would definitely say uh, making sure that um, even if you don't hit, some of those key items, um, not to ch- not to beat yourself up about it, trying to see like what sort of things can I be able like, and Seema said, if I had a logbook or I have a journal, what things could I tweak so that the next day I have more time to spend with my significant other or how do I have more time to study for that fluids test uh, coming up? And trying to always have these constant tweaks and f- trying to self-improve, um, I think that's the best way too because even if you have a calendar, Sometimes you don't hit it, and I feel like you fall into that uh, feeling of feeling disappointed or disgruntled, and then you you just throw that plan out or throw that calendar out, and that's the exact opposite of what you want to do. I mean, the highlight is that like you you're, you're doing something that most people don't do in the first place, right? right? Which is setting a schedule you, and, and setting up the times of days when you're going to do something. So you're already ahead of the pack in terms of that. 
Um, and like Brian said, if you don't hit it, like let's say something takes you a little bit longer, you can always adapt and you're going to get better. So th- if you can start building this habit, that's going to be a massive game changer for you if you're not doing that already. Perfect. So we're going to switch gears and we're going to say the next two questions. So I want to pause really quick because we have um, some very interesting questions and they deal with relationships. So we're going to we're going to take it a step further. This is People's Choice Edition. So we got to make sure we have some fun topics as well. So the next question comes from Charles. Charles is from Houston, uh, living in the Inland Empire in Southern California. And he asked, how do you approach relationships with your significant other? Primarily when your significant other wants to spend more time, more intimate time with you, but you have key thresholds that you need to hit. You have a lot of work that needs to get done and you want to be the best individual for your significant other in the long term. So how do you reconcile short term versus long term bagels, as you know, some people may say? So take it away, man. Take this one away. All right. So. I'm actually dealing with this one right now. How do you make sure that you reconcile your current self with the future self that you want to become? I think for me is one of the key things we I try to do within my relationship with uh, with my partner is we have a, a ton of conversation. We try to communicate as much as we can. So there's going to be many times she lives actually in Los Angeles. So we're doing a a long distance, actually in Long Beach, long distance relationship. We've been doing that for the past year and a half. So for us, we we really subscribe to phone calls. We rely heavily on FaceTime. Uh, Text messages have to be really on point. You can't have a bland text message, right? When you're living long distance um, and doing this relationship thing. So how do we approach it is, you know, sometimes we may not be able to have that FaceTime call. Going back to Abe's question, um, you know, time management, maybe I didn't get my things done. I need to get done. It's 10 o'clock. I need to go to sleep. And she's, you know, wanting to talk to me and, and we're not able to get that that going. So what I try to do is make sure I communicate to her, hey, today's been a long day. I, I got to get up and be at work by seven. Let's try to talk maybe on my lunch break or maybe let's schedule some time uh, this weekend. We'll, we'll set up a FaceTime call or I'll be there in a week or two. So we try to maybe start off with great communication. What, what do you think? What are some things that you, you try to do when it, as it relates to your relationship, Simu? So this one was like consolidating uh, the time you spend working and the time you're spending in your relationship, right? Yeah, trying to make sure those, those match. Yeah, well, you know, uh, in my relationship, I, I, I went into it letting my, my, my girlfriend, Sierra, know like all the goals I wanted to achieve. And like she knows how much work I have to do. I also know how much work she has to do when she gets busier. But at the same time, you know, I've in the past fallen into the habit of just working and working and working. Um, and the, the thing that made the biggest difference for me <laughs> was making sure that I absolutely set time each day to spend with her. So right. I, I know when she's free the next day. I know when she's not working. And I kind of like mold everything I have so I can, when she has that time, I can make sure that I can spend it with her. I try my best. Obviously not every day is perfect, but I'll make sure. And and some people look at this idea and they almost think it's a little bit cold or it's not a, 
it, it doesn't sound sexy when you have to pencil your partner in, right? Like yeah. oh, scheduling your partner. What were they a uh, job? Yeah. No, you're doing this Time first. For ice cream. You're like, right. Yeah. yeah, you're doing this so that number one, you're already scheduling all the other work you have to do, but you're also making sure that you can make sure that that time is for them and you can maximize that time for them. Work doesn't seep in. Nothing else from the day is seeping into that time that you guys are spending with each other. Um, especially if you're an individual and you have very large goals for what you're trying to achieve, you have a lot of stuff you have to do when you and. and and it, it can get very well that your partner feels that you, you know, that your work is more important than them, even though it's not. So you want to make sure that you, you like you put in time for them every single day. You let them know your goals and you make sure to communicate that, hey, like I got to do what I got to do. But at the same time, you are still more important, at least if they I mean, you want to tell them this, if they actually are. Ah. Right, no, okay. like real talk. Some people have their have certain relationships where, just honestly, getting, yeah, my goals are bigger than you, yeah. <laughs> and that's obviously that's not how that's not how I feel. Right. <laughs> Sierra, if you listen, that's not how I feel. But real talk, like if you if you're the individual and, and you believe that you know my goals and uh, my work is more important than the you know the the time I spend with my my significant other, then then that's you. Um, but if it's not, then you want to communicate with that to them so that when you are grinding, you are you are doing the work you got to do. They know that at the end of the day, this is for both of you. Exactly. This is to try and enrich a future where you guys can have more liberties, have more time to spend with each other. But you let know. me actually jump in there. Having a shared vision is instrumental to having a, a fruitful and healthy relationship. Of course. So this is Brian Bulaya, the love guru. And let me tell y'all some. Let me let me put y'all some game. All right. <laughs> I've been doing this relationship thing for a little while. So. For what's a little while? You want, you, want, you want to give them the timeline, Mr. Hey, all I got is a, all I got is a year under my belt. So uh, I don't know what I'm talking uh, about. But look, having a shared vision is so key. So, and seeming like you just described, if I have to work a late night, she knows that it is feeding into the relationship she would like. In the future, a time where we have more time together, where we are more stable, where we are more, you know, spiritually spiritually rooted, all those things because of what I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. So she'll be able to say, okay, like we didn't get to talk for an hour today, but he is feeding into where I would like him to be and where we would like to be a year from now or two years from now, whatever the case may be. So a shared vision is key. So going back to communication, you need to really relay to your partner where am i trying to go where i see us going and make sure those things are aligned and running in parallel so that you arrive at at a at a mutual destination but if one person is is thinking one thing i want to spend all my time with you and i really am not trying to do all this ambitious self-improvement stuff that you're trying to do i just want us to be as we are and that's not what you're thinking about, Ooh, then look. you got some diverse. There's some things you got to handle at home. Mm-hmm. There's some divergent thoughts right there. So you have to make sure you're on the same path, on the yeah. same wavelength. Yeah, no. I mean, I've been in situations where, I mean, people have thought that what I've been, that what I do and like what I, <laughs> I guess the route I take in terms of self-development, you know, it, it, Let's just say they thought it was stupid, whereas I thought it was important. And there were some very different viewpoints there, which had to be shut down. So, mm-hmm. um, 
it's very important you guys are on the same wavelength obviously and again communicate like communicating what you're trying to do having a shared vision like brian said and really understanding that about each other is key because if you don't have a shared vision and where you're going to see this relationship go over time then i mean at the end of the day what are we doing (laughs) right is this serious or is this just like some some fun so let me ask you this yeah go for it man and maybe this is is too personal. Let me know. How much time is enough? Do you feel? Yeah, I don't think you can really ask that question, put, man. Of course, you can't, you can't put you can't put a number on that. But like, I'm sure that there's some weeks that be like, we've spent a good amount of time this week. Let's get our work done, and I'm gonna see you. I'm not like I'm gonna see you next week, but so then the the real question is, what are you asking, dude? Because like, if you say how much time, you can't even ask that. Because like, there are gonna be days so where like it. I'm fine. done. You could change the question, but yeah, like I mean, there are gonna be days where okay, I managed to do so much work yesterday, and she's free today. I want to, I want to like, let's go out of town. Let's go to SF like we did last week, and let's just go spend the day there. Right. Like it's it's so variable that. I mean, I can't, I can't answer that question. It, it, and you, you like, I don't, I mean, when when you look at this situation, right, there's, (laughs) at the end of the day, when you're with somebody, obviously you're with someone who you like spending time with, right? So like you want to spend as much time as you can with this individual while also, you know, doing everything else that you like to do. For me, it's obviously the work I got to do, jujitsu, um, just like reading all these other things. I, I do these things, but I also want to, I want to spend as much time as I can with this woman because I really actually enjoy the time I spend with her. Mm. So if there's a certain, you know, week where things are a little bit too busy, I'm still going to try and find those times where I can do as much as I can. If there's a week where I'm super free, I'm going to, I'm going to take that time. I'm going to spend as much of it as I can with her free time. Cause she also has a lot of stuff she's got to do. I mean, we're talking about it from our point of views, but the ladies we're with are also super busy and they got the things they got to do too. Of course. So we got to, we got to try and meld with each other and figure out as like, figure out all the time that we can spend together. So it's a mutual type of plan. So, I mean, going back to the question, I don't, I don't know if I can say this is too much time, but I can definitely feel the weeks where I'm like, I've spent way too little time with her. You you mean, you, you kind of know as a man or as, as a, as a, as a, as a partner relationship, man or woman, you know, when you've spent too little time with your partner, obviously you miss them more. You're like, I haven't been able to talk to them. I haven't been able to, to just like relax with them. You can feel it, you know it. Right. So, um, so let me let me say this. Yeah. There's a reason why I asked you that question. I didn't maybe phrase it right, but this is where I was going with it. There's definitely times where you know I need to spend more time with my partner or we maybe out of sync. We need some time to get back to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. There's been maybe unhealthy relationships I've been in in the past where you feel like maybe some time is too much. Let, mm-hmm. me, let me give an example. You feel like they're sucking your time away, huh? Maybe not sucking. Maybe not. I mean, like, re- the wrong word. But let me give you an example. Let's All say, right. let's say, like, there's it's a Labor Day just passed. Let's say it was Labor Day. Mm-hmm. We had no school. There's no work, and we're just laying in bed watching TV all day. Yeah. And it, the whole day just went by. Okay. Right? Yeah. So now it's eight nine p.m. I didn't get nothing done. We've got to talk and chill all day. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna want to sit all day in bed the next day. Because yeah. we spent we spent ample amount of time yesterday. Okay. So that's maybe one thing is like maybe there's a, a threshold to to how much time we're spending, and there's also time where you spend by yourself. Like April, like 
April knows me and she knows that if I'm, I'm starting to get a little irritable, it mm-hmm. means that one, I might be hungry. <laughs> two, I might be angry at something. I might be feeling alone. I might be tired. Like she knows me. She knows me enough to right, say like, I'm hungry. he's hungry. Like, you know, just, you know, give him some water. He'll be all right. You know, or she'll be like, Brian just needs some time to himself. Yeah. Right. So um, if I get off work, I just worked a nine hour shift. I had to spend an hour on the bus you know, dodging folks on the bus. Uh-huh. I get home after I walk the, the super hot walk home. I'm not going to want to get on the, on the phone. I'm going to want to sit in my bed and chill for an hour before jujitsu. After jujitsu, she knows, all right, Brian's probably going to be good to talk now. Yeah. Because he's had time to rest. He got his time in. He's chilling. We can have a good conversation. Okay. So, so reconciling all those things and the time that you have to spend at your work, time you have to spend with your relationship, but also the time that you have to spend recharging for yourself so you could be better for your relationship yeah i mean yeah no i get that uh i i get what you're saying so you have something you want to get off your chest i need to hear no there's nothing i want to get off my chest she's long distance right see what i mean so this is the thing like when she gets here right and y'all are in each other's vicinity so much i mean you've probably thought about it are you just gonna like retreat to a room and you know have your loan i mean like i I don't want there's no reason to go into those specific situations what i'm getting at here is like i feel like what's going to end up happening is like you're going to be like okay you know what i want to just go read a little bit and just i want to just do this that that's perfectly okay right um so even there's no there's no problem going back to that example let's say she's visiting for a weekend yeah right i haven't seen her in a couple weeks we may spend the whole day friday together saturday i may go I don't know, to the gym. She may be at home reading a book. We may go to the gym together. Mm -hmm. I may spend some time and go hang out with my brother. She may go hang out with her sister. We'll come back. So there's still elements of recharging, even when we're spending two, three days together. That that makes total sense. I mean, I I think that's just, I mean, that's part of life. You're not going to be with each other 24 seven. Like not every day is going to be like that day. You're chilling in front of the TV and just watching TV. Right. But those days are great too. Right. Of course. Just binge watch. Yeah, binge watch a Netflix series, binge yeah. watch Insecure. We're probably going to binge watching, watch. You're watching Insecure right now? We're watching Insecure. Oh my God, it is so good. Right. And it was just renewed for a fourth season. I saw. I just saw Yvonne Orji just, just posted that on IG. That's, That's pretty dope. That is one of my favorite shows on TV. If you guys don't watch Insecure on HBO, watch it. It's it's mm, just perfect. It's great. I love it. It's a good show. And Power is about to finish mm. up, so you guys need to watch that too. Yeah, I can't If you do don't that. watch Power, Power is an amazing show. So... But What's, I mean, on 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 the subject of the time thing, it, it's it, it's. I think it's just at the end of the day, y'all just gotta you, you gotta communicate. You know, um, like we were mentioning, you guys have different types of goals. Communicate your goals. Uh, a schedule is so a uh, so key. Like we talked about the question before, but some people literally are against schedules. And when you're against a yeah, schedule, I don't get that. you're leaving your time up to chance. You're like, okay, I'm gonna just let this day go by, and I'll just you know let what happen happens. And then the end of the day comes. This used to be me in the past, where I'm just like oh, I didn't get all this done and this person wants to spend time with me, but I got to do my work. And then they think I'm neglecting them, but it's because of my own, um, it's because of my own, like not just inadequacy, but irresponsibility in terms of not being smart with my time and making sure that I partition my time out enough so I can make time for them. It's so huge. You got to do it, you know? Uh, What you on that? Yeah. Anything else you want to add or we think we're good? 
I think we're good. I, I think, think we, Charles yeah. got that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we went overkill with that one. All right. Well, thanks for asking that question, dude. That was a good question. Yeah. Thanks, Charles. All right. So uh, our last question comes from Brandon Kennedy from Houston. He's actually uh, going to be a new member of Break the Bar. So I'm excited to work with you, homie. But he asks, if you're in a relationship where you both were driven to stay and remain fit in the beginning, but somewhere along the line, you're your significant other got out of control weight-wise and has no intentions on getting back on track, but you're still on your fitness journey. Could that be a deal breaker in terms of the relationship? Ooh. And I'm all, yeah, I'm also, yeah, yeah. Let's, you know what, Brian, we talked about this a little bit and I think you, you let's, have a, wait, let's put a disclaimer first. Yeah. Hey, we're going to be very direct with this question. Yeah. All right. So let's no no sidestep in let's go straight into the straight into the the weeds here i want to let you talk about this first because i think we talked about this just a little bit and i think your point of view is a little bit more conservative and nicer than mine um but i want to nah nah don't try to no, no I, I don't think the last question. i don't think it's no you you start this okay one I'm, I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of my idea on this um brandon this is just coming from the point of view of of someone like like i like taking care of my health right okay i like i like being healthy as an individual so I think the first thing is like you mentioned that you guys were both on your fitness journey. They put on some pounds and you're still on your journey to try and get more fit and get healthier. At the end of the day, fitness isn't just about, oh, having a six pack or whatever. It's about actually being a healthy individual, right. um, having a healthy body composition, you know, uh, body composition being the amount of body fat you have on your body. And I, I like not everything I do is about fitness, but I enjoy being fit. I enjoy being healthy. And when I look for a partner, I don't just look at the way they look, right? But I also will will look at that, like you know, how are they morally? How what are they looking for in their life? All of these other things, along with actually being very physically attracted to that person, because I think that's very important. I want I'm, I want to be attracted to the person I'm with, and I think that the person I'm with also is attracted and wants to be attracted to me. And I think of it like this: if I, out of the blue, a few years from now, go ahead and be like, "F this," I don't really want to, you know, stay fit anymore. I'm going to sit on the couch and eat and gain forty pounds of fat. Uh, well, they won't be as attracted to me as they were before, and they're still doing their thing, being healthy. And how can I expect, right, that individual to like? They probably still love me, and they right. probably because they love me, they want me to go back to being the healthy, fit individual that I was, right? Because right? and and I'm gonna say this: fitness isn't the end all, be all of everything, right? There's so many other ideas, like ways of have being well a well rounded. Uh, well, individual, mental health, uh, physical health, obviously, spiritual health, all of these things. All right, and physical health, though, like they, 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 they got with someone they were physically attracted to. Um, now, I'd say that if you're still on your journey towards being fit, and they don't care about that anymore, and that's something important to you, and you're not married to this individual yet, and you're trying all you can, but they don't care about their physical fitness anymore, then at the end of the day, like. Or do you want to be with someone who doesn't care about their health and their physical fitness? Well, like it, it's a, it's a very dirty, murky situation. That's and I, murky. It, it really is, bro. Because <laughs> we can't say this is the way it is. It's it's dependent on the situation. But like I've talked to my I've, I've talked to my my girlfriend Sierra about this before. You know what I mean? I'm with her not only because she's a spiritually wonderful woman. She's a morally sound woman, in my opinion. She has goals that she that we have joint goals that we want to achieve together. 
But at the same time, she takes her fitness seriously. It's not, it's not, and the first thing is she's not as much into fitness as I am, but she cares about being healthy and she wants to look good, not for me, but for herself. And with that being said, I know that this isn't just something that's the, uh, because she's younger, because when you're younger, you can get away with eating crap and being, you know, being small. But as you get older, you can't keep these bad habits. She actually wants to develop good habits so that when she's older, she's a healthy and still looking good, not for me, but for herself. That's the key. You know, I mean, Brian, I'm talking too long right now, but you know how when people are not in relationships, right? Yeah. They they get all they get all fit and lean because they're like, oh, I'm gonna find that girl or that guy. Yeah, and then I'm once they teach. settle down, they're just like, I don't have to do that anymore. That was, that was to get you. That was to get you. And then now I don't have to do this anymore. I don't want to be with someone like that. I want to be okay. with someone who actually cares for themselves because they care for themselves. They don't care for themselves because they're trying okay. to bag some, you know, some prize of a guy or a girl, right? Of course. Um, so to answer your question, Brandon, in the specific situation that you gave in that you're both on your fitness journey, you take your fitness seriously. You're not married, right? Um, they don't care about their health or their fitness anymore. And if you've tried, because obviously you care for this person more, not only because of how they look or whatever, you care for this person more and you've really tried, that's up to you. But I don't think it'd be out of pocket if you decided to call it quits in that situation. I feel like if you're in a, in a if you're married, if that's you're gonna a call very, it quits, you're you're, sorry, I'm nah, if you're married, that's a very different situation. I ain't about to divorce someone just because right. they, they make a switch, right? I'm going to work my hardest to make that work. But in this situation that you talked about, you're trying to make yourself better, not just, you know, in all these other realms, but you're trying to become a more fit, healthy individual. And if your partner isn't down for that type of lifestyle that you want, then I, I don't know. I'd say that that's that's Let that's me jump in there. Let Go me for it, man. There. I've been talking too long. I'm going to jump in the deep end. So again, everyone, this is the Love Guru. Oh, chill with that, homie. Also known as Dr. Love. So let me tell you all something about these relationships. I will agree. That goes back to a shared vision. So it's not the weight your health goals, your health and wellness, mm -hmm. that is a part of a shared vision. And let me explain why. When you get together and you're talking about the type of lifestyles you want to live, you find someone who shares the same habits that you do or will align with the habits that you have. So we're the kind of people who are always talking about self-improvement. We're constantly trying to augment ourselves spiritually, physically, and mentally. So of course, we're going to find women who share those attributes, someone who's also trying to grow spiritually, physically, and mentally over the course of their lives, not just when they're 25, mm. but as we get older, as we're changing, we're still adapting and becoming more complete and whole individuals. So I think your health is, but, a, okay. is, a, is a symptom of that. So, mm -hmm. or maybe it's a, you know, a result of that. So let me just finish my thought real quick and I'll let you jump back in. When you're in a relationship and you're not married yet, and let's say someone's just kind of letting themselves go, they're not going to the gym anymore, or more importantly, they're not feeding the bo their bodies the way they're supposed to. They're not active. They're not able to you know, correspond with individuals actively in the way that they used to. You know, and they're not responding to how you're trying to get them back in the gym or let's go for a walk or anything like that. Then... That's a, a conflict. It's diverging, you know, paradigms of thought. And you have to really sit down and say, is this person sharing the ideals from my life uh, and our lives in, in the way that we started off as? And if not, then, you know, that's, that's a real conversation. Going back to what you said about marriage, though, 
when you're married, it's very hard to be like, man, now we're, we're going off on our, our divergent paths. We're two different people. You know, we're kind of estranged. Like, I've always, I was always taught that divorce is not an option. Of course. Me too. You know, there's extenuating circumstances where, you know, I got to get out of this marriage. It's not healthy. It's not safe. And, you know, sometimes you got to leave that, you know, residence or leave that situationship. But I was taught divorce is an option. So if I'm with my significant other, and let's say for me, let's say I'm falling off the boat. Mm-hmm. You know, she married this guy that was, you know, this slim fit dude. And now I'm just like, oh, I got the African belly. You know, she's <laughs> like, and if you guys don't know what an African belly Ooh-wee. is, an African man, like it's horrendous. It's Everything disgusting. else is slim, but the belly is just belly. protruding out. That's it. You know, and she's not liking it. And I'm not trying to go to the gym and I don't want to do anything. Like, she, I would want my wife to really sit me down and say, Brian, this is not who you are. This is not who you are. Mm-hmm. We are moving together. Um, and for me, Brian, I would want to be the best for my wife. Yes. I want to be the best man for her. I can't be the best man for her if I can't even get off the couch, mm-hmm. if I'm already spent doing a lap around the corner. This is just me saying what I think. And I, I expect the same from her. What were you about to say? No, no. Actually, okay. So, I mean, I think our point of view on this is pretty much the same. Mm. Right? Like, well, the thing is also, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm in the fitness industry. Uh, uh, the, the, the funny thing is, like, I, <laughs> I, I didn't, I am not... My girlfriend, let's just say, is not as into the gym nearly as much as I am into the gym. She doesn't enjoy, like, she doesn't love working out. It's not doesn't bring her massive enjoyment. She likes to dance. She was a, uh, a uh, what's the, what's the, don't mess up. It's like a classic classic dance or whatever. She did dance growing up. I, I totally busted it. Sierra, if you're listening to this, again, <laughs> I apologize. I'm so sorry. Uh, but she likes to dance. That's her form of fitness. Um, but I didn't get with her because of her fitness knowledge. We don't talk about the gym. We don't talk about fitness. I personally don't want to talk about any of that type of stuff. It doesn't interest me outside of what I actually do. Right. I got with her because she she has like she has an idea of what she wants to be in terms of her physical self, in terms of her mental wellness, in terms of her goals, her dreams, and in terms of the life she wants with her partner. And it falls in line with mine. And it's not because of like her love for fitness. I don't like talking about fitness. That's why we don't talk about fitness on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, w- w- with that being said, like, yeah, like in, in these situations, it's it's really understanding who they are in your relationship. Like, do, are, do they care about being fit because they're trying to just do it for somebody else? Because what I do myself mm-hmm. uh, for in terms of my fitness has never been for a woman. Like I've been fit through all my relationships and all my off times out of relationships because I wanted to be a fit individual, a healthy individual. And it's the same thing for her. She's not doing this for me. But at the end of the day, you know, if I do ever fall off the wagon, she's going to understand that that's not me as a person. She's going to bring me back. And it's the same thing for her because I know that it's not when she if she ever does get out of shape. And and let me just premise this also or, or say this. We didn't talk about a specific situation, uh, especially for women. You know, when pregnancy happens, weight gain happens, right? Um, and in those types of situations, while well, you like, 
if, if let's say that they gain some weight post-pregnancy, um, that's, that's still the person you love. Cause some women don't manage to lose all the weight. Some women do, but at the same time, like that's still the person you love. I don't, I don't look at that in the same as this. This is, they made, they made a choice. <laughs> Kanye, they made a choice <laughs> to, to gain, to, to gain that weight. And they don't want to bring themselves back physically. And in that type of situation, well, yeah, if it's outside of if it's outside of being married and and they're a different individual. Yeah, so so I was yeah. going to talk about pregnancy next actually because like you said there is weight gain involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's life. That's you know, life. Like, yeah, I, I would love my woman, my wife um who's bearing my child. It's like, you know, she's She's beautiful. She's gorgeous, even with the weight gain. You know, it's of like course, yeah. that's that's the woman I'm with. That's yeah. my partner. So, like you said, let's say she she has our child, and all the weight doesn't come off. Mm-hmm. Like that's you know she's tried. She's been in the gym, and it's just like it's not falling off. I am more in love with this woman than anybody else that's out there. Of course, you know, she she provides so much value for my life. Mm-hmm that you know there's really nowhere else i'm gonna go there's nowhere else i need to be yeah so i think even even if we're not married this is just my girl you know this is my girlfriend we're just doing our thing even if she gains some weight it's like what do you mean by some way brian i want you to define that right now no you didn't answer that earlier when i asked you because that's not a question that could be answered this is a totally different question how much weight is what? Yeah, like, oh, put I, a number. You're saying like, like, well, she, like when you say she, some if weight, she like, gains thirty pounds. Let's say that. Okay, right. Let's say she gains thirty pounds, and she's a small woman, right? Mm-hmm. She gains thirty pounds. It's like I'm still in love with this woman because of who she is. Yeah, and how much she has um, transformed and grown me as an individual through our time together. That's why I'm with her. So all that. I we we talk about physical attraction. We're human beings, and you know we we like what we like, but it's like at the same time, it's like there's a reason that I'm with this woman, irregardless of her weight gain or any of the different variables that are connected to her. It's like this is why I'm with her, as opposed to anyone else. I get so, that. Now I, I have a question for you then, because this is where this is where you're getting get it gets a little bit interesting. Um, you know how obviously there's a there's a body acceptance type movement and, and all that. So let, let's say let's let's say that you know your significant other does put on fifty pounds, and even you know beforehand they were like you know this is uh, like they they were into you know the way they were looking before and they like that, but they put on fifty pounds. They're like, I, I I totally like the way I look right now because at the end of the day I think it's you know it's how does that person sure. see themselves right? It's That's not it's they're not they're not. Okay, I'm not looking the way I look for my girlfriend. I'm looking the way I look because I want to be confident in myself. And she also likes it, which is great. But if your significant other put on 50 pounds. And was cool with it. And was they were like, I'm totally cool with this. I don't plan on losing any of this weight. doesn't matter. I'm great. I'm good. I accept my body. I'm, I love my body. Do you, 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 you're totally okay with that also? I'm cool with that. As long as she's healthy. As long as she's healthy. As long as she's healthy. She's eating nutritious meals and she's active and she's just thicker who has a problem with that i would not have a problem with that think about um who who just um who was everybody talking about recently rihanna 
Remember how Rihanna was like yeah, super but, small but back the, in the day? The thing is, Rihanna's not like, I guess this same, is. It's the same thing though. Like, she accepts the way she is now. She's a little thicker, but like, she looks good. Yeah, but it, it's. <laughs> Rihanna didn't gain 50 pounds. How much she should gain? Maybe like 20? 12. And this is going from someone who like, like 12. And, and that's like, okay. Rihanna is still in shape. No, no. Like, this is like, and you know, that's okay. The thing is, I would like to. I would like to say, and I think, because I love the person I'm with, if they gained 50 pounds and they did it by choice and they were perfectly okay with it, um, I would love to say that I would, I would, that's, I'd be perfectly okay with that gung ho, you know, you, and I'd still think they're beautiful, but you know, there's this, there's this little thing in the back of my head that is like, what I still, I'd still love this person as an individual, but truthfully, would I still be actually physically attracted to them if... So your idea, 50 pounds was gained. So you're saying that your idea of attraction would be based on how you initially uh, met No, no, no. You, how you initially met them. No, of course not. People age. People, like when I'm 40 years old, right. I'm going to have a little bit more body fat than I have right now. I'm so not going to look like this, so nor then, is she going to look like right, that. So then maybe expand but that last thought. I guess, I guess because I know what 50 pounds of gain looks like. It's a very different looking individual. Right. I, so I guess I'm getting a little bit too specific here. Um, but... When an individual, like, for example, if I went from 250 pounds to 300 pounds, my face would be very, very round. I I would not be in shape. And, I mean, honestly, that wouldn't also be healthy. I wouldn't be healthy. Right. I but guess compared- the, the, the big thing is just, I guess the big thing that we're talking about here is, is this individual still healthy? If they're not healthy, we have a problem. If they've gained a bunch of weight, but they're still a healthy individual, they're still going to live a long life? That's fine. That's fine. Because when you were... For folks who don't know, and Simi used to work at Abercrombie and Fitch, and he was one of those guys that walked around the mall with his shirt off. So that wasn't my job. I did that one day out of the year. So why don't you? What? Yeah, that was no. one day. It was a holiday. Christmas. You did not. Yes, it was Christmas. You only walked. Yes. Simi don't lie to me. It was Christmas. Oh my! They gosh. don't. They don't, don't do that me. every single day. So I oh want you to. I want you to. Gosh. I want you to stop lying on the mic right no, now. I don't lie on the mic. You are lying lie. right now. Like, so anyway, keep going. I'll look forward. So like when you were there, you were maybe like, I don't know, 202, 205 at that point. You're 215. Yep. And so you're 260 now. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's a 40 pound, but like you're not muscle. out of shape. I'm sorry, it's muscle. Yeah. Um, it's not out of shape because I gained 40 pounds Dude, of muscle. Shut up, hey, you okay. I'm it's like, not. Nah. It's muscle. Uh, well, like it is, but like. I guess from a fitness standpoint, it doesn't make much sense to you. <laughs> but at the same time, it does to me because like of course, 40 pound gain, of it's course, still, of course. it's very different People, from putting yeah. down 40, 50 pounds of fat. There's well, a big difference. There was, a, there was somewhere I was going with it. Okay. All I was saying is that you went from 215 to 260, but you're still healthy you're still fit that's where i was going with it and so there's still aspects of weight gain that could be beneficial of course so that's all i was trying not saying that all weight gain is bad when i was talking about like 50 pounds i was talking about 50 pounds of fat yeah like they just so i was just trying to clarify that of course so no doubt so yeah i mean we get to an answer for this man's question or we we just kind of like are we uh we We were just going back and forth just making it a little interesting so i think you hit on the nail as far as if weight gain is involved making sure that it's healthy make sure that the person feels appreciated yeah i think that's a key point right there as long as they feel good about themselves to be perfectly honest then i know that you're still riding for them yeah that's all that matters but throwing in that caveat that we are health conscious individuals we want to be around when we're 80 Black men don't live to see 
past 65. Heart disease, because heart disease, diabetes, hypertension, like the list goes on. Or we just, you know, uh, sadly murdered in the streets. Like we're not supposed to, we're not even supposed to be here today. It says young black men aren't supposed to live past 25, but here we are. So I'm trying to slow burn. I'm trying to burn slowly and see my kids and their kids. You know, I want to see my grandkids one day. In order to do that, I need to take care of my health. So I would want my partner to do the same. Instead of living real fast, living, you know, YOLO. Do people still say YOLO? Is that still uh, a thing? Some people still say YOLO. It's, All right, it's I'm going to use it then. So YOLO and do my thing. And, you know, I just crap out when I'm 35. Just living this fast life. I'm eating whatever, not working out, you know, doing whatever. It's not, it's not going to be beneficial to anybody. So I want to have a shared vision with a partner who's trying to live to where we're old and, and acting crazy. I want to be an old, crazy, old, crazy grandpa one day. Yeah, so don't we all. <laughs> so I think those were the three questions that we chose. Those are the three best ones that we saw out of the bunch, but there are a lot of other great There were a lot questions. of amazing questions. We yeah. just do not have the time yeah. on this episode to get to all of you them. You guys see so. we here talking for however long on these three. Mm. So what we're going to do is keep some of these other questions for future shows. Yeah. We're going to do this people people's choice edition in the future. So we'll also bring in some of these questions and open it up to uh, folks who didn't send questions so that they can also uh, throw their names in the pot. And to Brandon, Charles, Abe, thanks for taking the time. I think this was, this was some dope questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, as usual, you guys check out our Facebook page, We Don't Know Yet. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, our website is coming up. It's coming soon. So, make sure that you guys check out our website. It will drop on the next episode. And uh, feel free to DM us. If you guys have any questions or you guys have questions you want on a future show, feel free to DM us um, anytime. And uh, I think with that... We're good. You guys have an awesome day. Take care.